Uh, hey folks, uh, thanks for listening today. I'm Pastor David and joining me today is Pastor Brendan. Hello everyone. This podcast exists to encourage all of us uh, toward two things. We want to consider and chew on the words of scripture and we want to apply those words to our life. This month we are in Proverbs. So today on the 6th, we are reading the 6th proverb. And from the New International Version, Proverbs 6, starting in verse 1, goes this way. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, if you have shaken hands in pledge for a stranger, you have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth. So do this, my son, to free yourself. Since you have fallen into your neighbor's hands, go to the point of exhaustion and give your neighbor no rest. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber to your eyelids. Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of a hunter, like a bird from the snare of a fowler. Go to the ant, you sluggard, and consider its ways and be wise. It's no commander, no overseer, yet it stores its provisions in the summer and gathers its food at the harvest. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When, you, when will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty comes on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man, a troublemaker and a villain, who goes about with a corrupt mouth, who winks maliciously with his eye and signals with his feet, and motions with his fingers, who plots evil with deceit in his heart. He will always stir up conflict. Therefore, disaster will overtake him in an instant. He will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, a person who stores up conflict in the community. My son, keep your father's commands and do not forsake your mother's teachings. Bind them always on your heart, fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light. A correction and instruction are the way of life. Keeping you from your neighbor's wife, from the smooth talk of a wayward woman. Do not lust in your heart after her beauty or let her captive captivate you with her eyes. For a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread but another man's wife preys on your very life. Can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her will go unpunished. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his hunger when uh, he is starving. Yet if he is, yet if he is caught, he must pay sevenfold, though the cost of him um, all the wealth though it costs him all the wealth of his house. But a man who commits adultery has no sense. Whoever does uh, so destroys himself. Blows and disgrace are his lot, and his shame will never be wiped away. For jealousy arouses a husband's fury, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will not accept any compensation. He will refuse a bribe, however great it is. So here we are in Proverbs chapter 6, and we've come into the main format of Proverbs, um, collected bits of wisdom about various things, uh, and we meet a new character today, uh, the sluggard, one of my favorite characters from the book of Proverbs. 
Um, we're going to learn about him here, but in several other Proverbs, he's going to come up. And this one has a famous verse about ants and it says, uh, you know, ants should, uh, we should consider the way of ants. What you got, Brendan? Well, yeah, the, it's pretty wild, wild with the, uh, the ants. It talks about how ants have no commander, no overseer or ruler, uh, but it still works hard. It works, it stores up provisions in summer and, and gathers food at harvest. So it's, it's contrasting the ant with, with this character you're talking about, the sluggard, uh, who, uh, and I'm feeling a little tired. Maybe it's the afternoon slump after lunch and you, you haven't gotten any caffeine, but, but this is, uh, this is, uh, the sluggard that is sleeping and he just loves sleeping. And it's just, I'm just going to take a little nap. I'm going to fold a little folding of my hands to the rest. But, uh, it says poverty will come on you like a thief. And scarcity like an armed man and it's it's just emphasizing uh, the need to work and work is a good thing and God has created us to do good works here on this earth and uh, and so uh, we we aren't to be taken over by by laziness and that's one of many uh, many different follies that are listed in this uh, this uh, chapter you also have uh, making unwise deals uh, getting indebted to people that you should not get indebted to. It talks again about adultery, just like uh, chapter five. And then it goes into to thieves and, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of follies. It's a, it's, a, it's a very much, this chapter is like, don't do this stuff. This is what not to do. Yeah, I like especially that uh, it compares the ant who's wise, even though it's very simple, um, it does what it should do in the season to the sluggard, and it does that right after it talks about um, speaking for your neighbor. It says, you know, don't get in debt on your neighbor's behalf because, yeah. uh, well, they say, you know, you, you loan money to a friend, um, but you should definitely not expect to get paid back. And if you put yourself in a, in a bad situation taking out debt for other people, then you're, you're in this place where uh, it doesn't matter what happens. Like you have to work. It says, it says go to the point of exhaustion and give your neighbor no rest. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber your eyelids. Like this debt um, that you said, it says, if you have put security for your neighbor, if you have shaken hands and pledge for a stranger, is like that idea that you've gotten in debt for someone else. And like getting in debt for yourself is unwise, but getting in debt for someone else, like they're not going to pay that back, yeah, right? Yeah, like, that's right. There's no motivation there. Right. Yeah. The reason the person wouldn't lend the money directly to the neighbor is the neighbor's probably already borrowed money and didn't pay it back exactly and so now you're going to borrow money on their behalf and maybe that helps them but but all of a sudden now you're in this position where it says don't allow yourself to sleep don't lay down don't do anything except pay that debt back because uh you know it tells us that the borrower is slave to the lender yeah yeah so you, you got to control your time yeah yeah that's a that's a pretty pretty important theme in this whole this whole chapter yeah, and then it talks about, you know, thieving, especially thieving of a man's wife. And, you know, the last three episodes uh, have all talked about that because that's a, that's a big deal. You know, the, um, if you think about Solomon and his life and who he was, that right. lust was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And so he recognized that sin. And so a lot of Proverbs is written, it's kind of him dealing with his own sins. But it doesn't always just apply to uh, adultery. Obviously, if adultery is a thing that you struggle with, you know, stop struggling with it. Don't do it. But if, if it's not adultery, it's any other kind of sin. If you think about, 
you know, when you uh, are after something that doesn't belong to you, when you're after something that isn't yours that you don't have a right to, you're you're putting yourself in a bad spot. And it says that for, uh, you know, um, a thief can steal if he's hungry and people won't blame him too much. But if they catch him, he's still going to have to pay back sevenfold. It's mm-hmm. like you're, so if you have this this problem, like people aren't going to be mad at you so much for having the, the problem for the sin, but the sin's still going to have to be paid back. Like the, the whatever's going on that's going to, that you're going to do is going to cause inconvenience and hurt yeah. and pain. There's a people. cost. There's a, there's a cost at the end of the day. And that's, I think that's a pretty big deal. Like is what they're trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Another thing with the, the adultery, uh, piece is, uh, you know, you never, you never wake up in bed with someone else and be like, Oh, how did I get here? You know, right. like there's always this snowball effect to sin that, that uh, it starts with, with that lustful look, and then it snowballs and more and more, um, and so so uh, you know that's why it's saying do not even lust in your heart after her beauty in verse twenty five. That's right. You're just meditating on it because what you think about, you're you're going to move towards. And there's one last part that I really like. It talks about starting in verse twelve, a troublemaker and a villain who goes about with a corrupt mouth, and I like this, who winks maliciously with an eye and signals with his feet. And so, like, you get this idea, like, so when I was a kid, you know, my dad would wink at me when he was joking about something. And winking was a way of saying, like, what I'm saying isn't true. Like, I'm sure. winking to tell you, like, that I'm just joking here, that we're just having a good time. And, you know, that's a fun way to wink. But, like, what they're saying is you're using this, like, deceptiveness to, like, trick people. And so you have a partner over there and you wink at the partners, like, this is the guy we're going to rob or this is the guy we're going to steal from. And it's into that plan, right? So, so like you said, you know, we never... We should never be surprised when we wake up in sin, when we when we find ourselves having had done a sin, because we thought about it before and we got ourselves into those positions before. And even mm-hmm. if we're not willing to like admit to ourselves that we were working towards that, we often are. You know, the Bible tells us that um, each one sins when um, their own evil desires give forth to action. Right. That that's right. That it's our own. It's it's from within us. The stuff that we want, and we can we can talk about like original sin which is important and true and all that and all how we're guilty of the sin of humanity forever but what we're really guilty of day to day isn't original sin it's the sin we originate it's the stuff yeah. we do yeah. and and humans are so good at justifying our actions and saying you know like it's okay if i do this sin or if it's okay if i, if I or if i just think about it or if i just dabble in it or if i just do a little bit of this drug or if i just eat one extra piece of cheesecake you know whatever your sin is it's uh, it's in our uh, nature to, to, to want to do just a little bit more. And it's that sin, you know, it uh, takes you further than you want to go. It keeps you longer than you want to stay. And at the end of the day, it just costs more than you want to pay. And that's, that's what we're, we're talking about here is that um, right at the very end, it says, what does it cost? It says, verse 34, for jealousy arouses a husband's fury and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. Yeah. And that's... That's uh, that's it. Undealt with sin um, is is an issue for humanity. That uh, when when you think about the God the Father who we sin against, that if, if we're not right with Him, if He hasn't forgiven our sins, there's no mercy on the other side of that. But mm-hmm. man, how good for us that we have the gospel that God has forgiven all of our sins all at once. Yeah. If you put your faith in Him, that that it's not there's no husband to meet at the end of life. There's God who's forgiven us, and so. Uh, I love Proverbs because it points us to better living. Um, 
And I love that when I read this book, I think about the effects of sin and how Jesus has dealt with them. Yeah. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to us on uh, Proverbs chapter 6. We hope to see you all tomorrow in Proverbs chapter 7. Blessings.